Hello, this is the Unspoken Life of the Military Wife podcast. I'm your host, Allison. I'm a wife and mom of two little girls and two fur babies and a 20-year mill spouse veteran. So you know I have seen some things. This podcast is about creating connection and community while we navigate this crazy military life. Each week, I'll bring you practical tips and tactics, like how exactly do I pack out my house? What do I say to my kids when they're crying because daddy is gone again? And how do I make it through a deployment without losing my mind? And how the heck do I find and keep a job when we move every two to three years? We're gonna get into all the things. Look, I've seen and done a lot, but I don't have all the answers. So this isn't a look at me, I have it all figured out podcast. It's a come with me and we can figure it out together podcast. The military lifestyle is often very lonely and isolating. So let's build a community that moves with you wherever you go. Welcome to the unspoken life of the military wife. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. This episode is coming out on Monday, April 17th, and Saturday, April 22nd is Earth Day, in case you didn't know it. And (laughs) so I know that this is a military spouse podcast. This is the month of the military child, but uh, the earth and taking care of our planet and trying to undo some of the damage that we have already done is something that is very near and dear to my heart. So I wanted to dedicate today's show to Earth Day. It's going to be short and sweet. Uh, I have my top 10 things that you can do with your family to celebrate Earth Day this year because I feel like that's a thing. Okay, great. It's Earth Day. Fantastic. What am I supposed to do? Like, I... What am I supposed to do? How do I get involved? I'm going to help you with that. That's what today's show is all about. This is one of the things that I feel like is is important to have conversations with your children about, about our planet, you know, about how can we take care of our planet? Yeah, look at all of this. I know, isn't that sad? All of these trees are being cut down and, you know, trees, that's where we get our oxygen from. Oxygen's important for us, right? And the trees take carbon dioxide out of the air, which is not good for us, right? We need to support these things and we need to take care of the animals that are on our planet. You can see images or even when you just go yourself to the lake or to the ocean, you see trash. This is not good for our, it's not good for the animals that live in the ocean. It's not good for our planet. And just having those conversations with our kids because they're our future. (laughs) They're our future. So they need to be aware of these things and what can they do, right? Because they are, man, they are little activists for sure. If you give them, if you give them that message and you give them that um, example, which we do in our house because it's, it's important to me. Okay, so Earth Day, just a little kind of behind the scenes here. And this is, again, something that you can talk about with your kids. Why? Why do we celebrate Earth Day? (laughs) And the reason why we celebrate Earth Day is because back in the, well, the first Earth Day was held on April 22nd, 1970, and it's on April 22nd every year. And this year, that happens to be a Saturday, which is great because you don't have to work. The kids don't have to go to school. So it gives you the opportunity to participate in some activities, perhaps where you are. So the first one was April 22nd, 1970. And it came about because 1969 was a pretty rough year (laughs) for the environment. There was the 
Chiahoga River, which is, is part of Lake Erie, caught on fire. <laughs> and it caught on fire because of all the chemicals and crap and oil that has just been dumped and leached into that area. And people were like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? Because for so long, we're just like, oh, it's okay. It's fine. See, nothing's wrong. But now here we are. <laughs> 50 years later and it's like oh yeah that's really that's really not good we've done some damage we've done some damage for sure so there was there was that the huge chemical fire on a lake and then we started noticing that the bald eagles were declining rapidly and realized later that it was because of the chemical ddt right that was making their eggs very 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 fragile and brittle and so they weren't reproducing so there was that, and then there was a huge oil rig that leaked millions of gallons of oil off the coast of Santa Barbara. So there was kind of all of these things happening, and people were like, holy cow, like this is what's going on. And there was this big public outcry. And then Gaylord Nelson, who was the founder of Earth Day, he was a, the governor of Wisconsin, and then he was a senator, and he decided, you know what, let's have a, a quote-unquote teach-in where we can talk about environmental issues and what can we do. And so that happened on April 22nd, 1970. And it was, it was huge. So, I mean, you know, 1970, 2000 colleges and universities participated, 10,000 public schools, 20 million citizens. I mean, it was like 10% of the U S population at the time participated. And so it just was kind of this grassroots effort that got going. And then it also led to, the establishment of NOAA, which is the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, and also the EPA, Environmental Protection Agency. Those were both established in October of 1970. So it's, you know, it's been, it's been around for a while. We recognize it's a problem. So what can we do? One of the things that you can do is you can log on to earthday.org. Pretty easy to remember. I'll also link it in the show notes. And they have, you can click on the events page and they have, I mean, just a plethora of information and events and things that are happening near you. And, and they're literally all over the world. Like they're all over the planet. There are events that are happening on Earth Day. You can search the map by zip code. And then there's also a little, a tab called take action now. And that can give you like, cause it's like, okay, so what am I supposed to do? This is what you can do. Go to earthday.org, find the take out, use that take action tab. What can you find something on there that you that speaks to you or that fits into your schedule or your life or that you're willing to do? Because that's a big thing too. Okay, so there's a lot of stuff that you can do. I'm going to give you my top 10. My top 10 things, and they're all family friendly. We always celebrate Earth Day as a family. My top three f- that we do for our family is we plant something. <laughs> so I like to go to a local nursery, so not Home Depot or Lowe's or the mass quantity p- facilities, right? I like to go to a local nursery, pick out some flowers or plants. If you're if you're renting, you're living on base, you know, you can get containers and make some nice little flower boxes for your deck or your garage, plant something in your yard. If you have the space and the place to plant a tree, we were going to put trees in our backyard anyway, because our backyard was not landscaped. We moved into our house. So that just worked out that we planted two trees last year. So if you have the opportunity and the space to plant some trees, do that. The other thing that we like to do as a family is go on a walk or a hike. We walk all the time. I've got dogs. I share it on my Instagram all the time. I'm I'm in a phase right now where I've committed to 
taking a 30 minute walk every single day, rain or shine, no matter what. I have walked when it's 15 degrees outside and I've got a beanie and I call it my blanket jacket. It comes down to mid shin. <laughs> it's so warm though. And so that's part of our daily life anyway is walking. So what we'll do is we'll just grab your garden gloves or some, you know, latex gloves or, or um, something to think you're not actually touching the trash. We'll take a trash bag with us and we'll just pick up trash we find along the way. Or if there's a park that you really like to go to or you know, maybe a section of road that you see every time you drive to school, like just go and get a bag and go pick trash up. Like that's a very easy thing that you can do. And honestly, every little bit helps. Another thing that we like to do, uh, and this is kind of (laughs) new for for this year. So our big ones are planting something and picking up trash. Those Those are the two that we really do in our family. And the third one for this year is go visit a state park. Are there any state parks that are that are near you? This year for Christmas, I'll have to share I'll have to share a picture of it on my Instagram so you guys can see it. But um, I love Etsy. <laughs> I I like to think that I'm artistic, but I really don't have the skills to back that up. <laughs> so I really like to just buy beautiful things that other people have made. <laughs> That's kind of my jam. So I love Etsy because it's small businesses. I like to support small businesses. And I found this really cool, it's like a wall hanging kind of thing, but it's like, I don't know, like two feet by like one foot. And it's almost like a scroll. It's got a piece of wood at the top and it's got canvas in the middle and printed, like screen printed on it. It's like Colorado and they had a couple of different things you could pick. And it's all of the state parks in Colorado with a little circle next to it. So you can color in the circle when you visited that state park. And I thought, man, that's really cool, especially for us as a military family, because, you know, we've talked about this before. One of my coping mechanisms, one of our family coping mechanisms when we're moving and PCSing to a new place is starting that next duty station bucket list. What do we have to look forward to when we get there? And then being very mindful about our time at our new duty station so we get as much in as we possibly can while we're there, enjoy the area that we're in as much as possible. So I bought this state park map and we've slowly been, luckily there's a ton right near where we are. So we don't have to go very far. So I don't know if that's going to, would be the same case for, for where you are, but that is something that we're, we're slowly checking off. So I think if the weather is good here, cause you never know what the weather's, we might have snow on April 22nd. It's hard to say uh, here in Colorado. So we'll have to wait and see, but maybe we can go visit a state park. And then this was something, and I will, again, I'll link this in the show notes, but the Smithsonian, is it through the Smithsonian? I can't remember. Okay. Don't quote me on this. I can't remember if it's the Smithsonian. I will, again, I will link it in the show notes, but you can virtually visit national parks. So if you are near a national park, that's something that you could do. You could visit them virtually. So I will link, again, link that in the show notes. So those are the big three for our families. And then here's some other ideas. Okay, so you can, again, log on to earthday.org and find a cleanup event near you. That's huge. There's so much trash and stuff just everywhere. And it just, it makes me so sad. And there's a ton of events that happen again, all over the world. And so find one of those near you. If you can participate in that, fantastic. If you can't participate in that, do something locally through your neighborhood, a park that you like to go to, a hike you like to do, whatever. Another idea is to hang birdseed ornaments. So these are like, like old school. We're going old school. Get yourself a pine cone, 
cover it with peanut butter, dip it in birdseed, hang it on a tree. It's cheap. <laughs> it's fun. I think I'm, the girls and I are going to do that this year. I don't know. I'm sure Michael will join us <laughs> for some of it, but these are all usually Michael and I, or I'm sorry, the girls and I that do this stuff. So you can make birdseed ornaments and hang those out again, not expensive. So that's something that you could easily do with your kids, a fun activity for your kids. And then if you don't already, here's another idea. Maybe I should count them out. Okay. So that's one, five. We're on number six. Okay. Number six. If you don't already, you need to have reusable bags for the store. <laughs> you need to have like, get some canvas bags or whatever there. It's slowly, if it hasn't happened in your state yet, doing away with plastic bag, not doing away with plastic bags, but they're starting to charge for them, which is making people not want to use them, which I think is a good thing because the amount of plastics is pretty sad. I have a statistic under the, for the next one, but reusable bags, put them in your car. <laughs> That's a big one. Put them in your car. So then when you are at the store, it's not like, oh crud, I forgot my thing. Our bags stay in the car all the time, so then they're always there when we need them at the store. So reusable, uh, reusable bags. And then, so this is number eight. Again, if not already, get a refillable water bottle. I really hope that most of us are not buying plastic water bottles every year, but here's some stats for you on this one. So approximately only 9%, of all plastic gets recycled. That means that 91% of plastic ends up in our landfills or in our oceans. That is pretty staggering. And in the U.S. alone, we go through 50 billion, with a B, plastic bottles per year. That's so crazy. And 100 million plastic water bottles per day. 100 million water bottles per day. That's so crazy. And it takes 400 years for plastic water bottles to biodegrade. 400 years. That, that's not good. That's not good. So refillable water bottle. Get yourself one. There's lots of really super cute ones and very, very, very easy to do. Okay, number eight. If you, again, <laughs> if you don't already, for the love of God, you need to be recycling. It, it boggles my mind. And you know where I notice it the most is when we're traveling. So when we PCS, so when we PCS from Washington to Colorado, there's no, there was no recycling in, well, what's the big state? We went through Idaho. I don't feel like there was good recycling there. Like as you're, and then like we, we drove, not this year, we did it last year. We road tripped from Colorado to Maryland for Christmas to see our family. And there's like no recycle. There's no recycling at the hotels. There's no, re and I'm like, what in the world? Like what, <laughs> what is happening? I'm not throwing my plastic bottle away. Like I can't, like I've been recycling for so long. It just is like, it's like against nature to put your plastic, you well, one, it would be great to not have bought the plastic in the first place. I get it. But when you're traveling, sometimes it's not always help, helped. Um, but I want to be able to recycle it. So if you don't recycle, if you don't have that set up in your house yet, make that happen. You need to make that happen. Okay. Number nine, change out your light bulbs to long lasting light bulbs to, so get away from the incandescent and the fluorescent ones and you need to get the LED. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you need to switch over to LED light bulbs and they are 
a little bit more expensive, but they last a lot longer and they are so much more energy efficient. So the energy efficiency helps reduce greenhouse gas emissions, which is the ozone, the whole thing. Yes. And also along with that, turn your lights off when you're not in the room. And that is so hard for kids. Home word, there's like, like the house is lit up like Christmas. <laughs> if you're not upstairs, if you're not in the room, turn off the light. You're not in the bathroom, turn off the light. So turn off the lights. So LED light bulbs, turn off the lights. And then the last one is eat more local food. Eat more local food. If you can shop at a farmer's market, I know it's the winter still. So the farmer's market here for us doesn't open until like mid-May, but that's something, add that to your schedule, right? Use the farmer's market, buy locally as much as you possibly can and support the local farmers. And then also, you know, you're reducing emissions that way as well. If your food doesn't have to be trucked in from all over the, all over the country is a great thing. So that's it. Those are my top 10. Lots of super fun ones. I'm also linking, I found three separate websites that I'm going to link in the show notes that have ridiculous, like 30 (laughs) on each one activities that you can do with your kids, art projects that you can do with your kids, just all of these different ideas, build a bug motel and have a seed garden. I mean, so many ideas. And again, this episode is coming out on Monday the 17th. You have all week to get something. Just pick one or two. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Pick one or two things like plant something and go for a walk and pick up trash. Like it can be as easy as that. It doesn't have to be crazy. If you want to go a little bit above and beyond and you want to do some stuff with your kids and really get them involved, there's a, there are so many ideas that I, again, linking, there's three different ones that I found that had lots of different ideas on each one. So you can check those out and that's it. Short and sweet today. I will talk to you again next week. Take care. What's up? Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you haven't already, please make sure that you're following so that you don't miss any new episodes. And I would love it if you would consider becoming a subscriber. Check out the details in the show notes. I'm so happy you enjoyed the Unspoken Life of the Military Wife podcast. Please help us spread the word about this show by sharing it with a friend and leaving a written Apple podcast review. If you have any questions or follow up to this episode, you can send me an email at themillspousepodcast at gmail.com. I would love to connect with you if you're on social media. I'm on Instagram at themillspousepodcast. And then you can also find additional resources on our brand new website, themillspousepodcast.com.